Greetings, Ritz. Rainmakers in Training, an exclusive club of small business CEOs seeking to elevate their management skills. That's what it's all about. Raising expansion capital, primarily bank loans, is an extremely important skill for the CEO who wants to achieve long-term stability for their companies. Raising capital, insider secrets of a former banking executive, that would be me, is the topic of this week's episode. Raising affordable business capital pre-COVID was always a very difficult chore for the CEO of a small business. It has become even more difficult during COVID and post-COVID. The primary reason for this is that CEOs are not familiar with the rules of the money game. Raising money is like a game. And if you don't know the rules, you'll never win the game. Can you imagine playing Monopoly and not knowing the rules? Compounded, bankers are not very good at outlining or explaining the rules. And then, as I mentioned earlier, you have a COVID environment looming over everyone's head, which translates to risk. Fortunately for CEOs, the rules are not hard to understand, and they can be taught. As a former commercial banking executive, with all sincerity and humbleness, I think I know all the rules, and I think I'm a good teacher. The key word in the money game is strategic. Everything you do in your quest to raise capital must be strategic, not haphazard, or from the seat of your pants. Loosely translating a biblical scripture, God give me the humility to prepare, quote-unquote strategic plan, and the courage to execute. I think that says it all. So I've given you the salad. Now let's get to the main entree. Here are some of the rules, tips, if you will, of the money game. And if you learn them and you use them, I can't 100% guarantee that you'll get the loan you're seeking, but you will significantly increase your chances of winning the game of borrowed money. So let's go to rule number one. You must, underline, you must have very good accounting systems, both internal, be it your company accountant, bookkeeper, controller, and external which primarily would be your CPA. Trying to pinch pennies with this rule is literally the kiss of death. Bankers place tremendous importance on accurate financials. Also, you must know the basics of what the financials are measuring and how to read them in case bankers ask you some fundamental questions about how your company's doing. Rule number two, you must draft a short written loan request memo, and let's say three to five pages max. Briefly touch upon in this memo what's happening in your industry, who your competitors are, your strategy to win your fair share of customers, why you want to borrow, how much you want to borrow, and what are you going to use the money for, and really critical What are going to be the benefits that will accrue to your company if you get the loan in question? Have one of your advisors or accountants prepare a 12-month forecasted profit and loss, which will reflect 
your sales and profits, what they would be if you're able to apply the loan funds that you are seeking. Presumably, if you have additional capital, you can create additional sales and additional profit, and you need to forecast what that number is. Because what the bank is going to do is that they're going to look at the estimated monthly payment on the loan that you've requested, and they will compare that payment to the incremental profits that you said you would be able to generate as outlined in your loan request memorandum. Rule number three, be prepared to submit historical financial info, which could include but not be limited to business tax returns, business financials, accounts receivable and accounts payable agings, bank checking statements, personal tax returns, personal financial statements, and a copy of your personal credit report. That is critical. If there are any major negative issues on your personal report, draft a letter of explanation. Have all of this done ahead of time. When you give it to the banker, give it to them in one fell swoop. Don't give it to them in dribbles. All of it at the same time. Rule number four, pick the right size bank for your company. There are all sizes of banks out there. There's teeny-weeny banks, there's medium-sized banks, and there's mega banks. The mega banks are Wells Fargo, B of A, Chase, medium-sized banks, American Business Bank, it used to be Manufacturers Bank, all kinds of banks that are considered medium-sized, and they're typically in assets anywhere from $1 billion to about $5 billion. And the mega banks are north of $5 billion. And the smaller banks are anywhere from 500000 in assets to about a billion in assets. And what you want to do is you want to match up your size of company with the size of bank. It's not a good combination for a very, very small company to contact a mega bank. These mega banks have their heart in the right place, but the sheer size of their organization creates bureaucracy, and their underwriting rules are a little strict. So be cognizant of that. Assess your size of company. Try and match it up with the size of the bank. The size of the bank is public information. If it isn't, if it's a privately owned bank, you can get a copy of their annual report, or you can go on their website, and you can find out what size they are. And while you're at it, find out if they make business loans. If they're not a business-oriented bank, you're not going to go very far talking to them. Rule number five, after you have selected a few banks that match your profile, you must now zero in on who would be your bank account manager should you decide to do business with that bank. This is absolutely critical. This is an insider secret. Believe it or not, God did not create all bankers the same, just like he didn't create lawyers the same, doctors, dentists, teachers. There are some excellent ones, there's average ones, and there are very poor ones. If you're going to be assigned with a banker that is not very good at their craft, does not have a growing clientele, or does not have the experience, it will impact the value of your relationship, and it can also impact the value of your company. You have the right to choose 
another bank accounting manager if you decide to go with a certain bank if there's just no chemistry with the person that's been assigned to your account. Because that person is going to be your financial partner and you're going to grow arm in arm trying to achieve your objectives with that bank, banker, excuse me, being your partner. They have to take the time to understand your business. They have to have at least 10 years of commercial banking experience. Otherwise, you will be not maximizing the value of your banking relationship. Also find out who your bank account manager reports to. It's always good information to know this because there may be a difference of opinion. By definition, your bank account manager has a manager. Presumably that manager has more clout in the, in the organization than your bank account manager and can sway or influence critical parts of the bank like the credit committee, the president if it's a really small bank, because they're all evaluated on goals, production goals. Every bank is looking for new customers. The challenge is, is that you have to be an attractive candidate to them so that they are extremely interested in doing business with you. If you were a poor credit risk and you have all kinds of problems with your company, I suggest that you get those things fixed first and then go to the bank. Your chances will be raised substantially. So that's, that's a wrap for today. As always, Ritz, if you like this episode, please leave a review. You can always access my past or future episodes by going to my website, buzzsprout.com, and the directories of Apple, Spotify, or Google. If you have any questions on today's episode, please send me an email. I'll be happy to discuss it with you. This is a very vast subject, a very complicated subject that I attempted to cover. There'll be future episodes on this same topic. But for now, that's it. I'll be talking to you next week. And I look forward to it. This is Gene Valdez signing off. Bye-bye now.